Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Ken Carmen Show. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227, where, folks, we have certainly stepped in it. College football fans are calling in to rip each other. We're getting closer. In fact, we're one hour away from previewing the Pac-12 as we continue this beautiful journey throughout the Power Five, getting you set for the 2019 college football season. We just had Brian in Virginia rip Alabama, then rip South Carolina in a roundabout way because he kind of Trojan horsed me that he was a Clemson fan. But he ripped Alabama, South Carolina, ripped ESPN, made a Jeffrey Epstein reference, and then went back to ripping Alabama before he hung up the phone. Are we ready for college football? Are we ready for college football? Tom, I ask you. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm ready. Over and right. I, I have gotten a couple people. Ken, what do you think of Jeffrey Epstein? If you think I'm going to comment on public radio about Jeffrey Epstein, where Hey, you know, I don't know how many stations are listening and are, are carrying us in Arkansas right now. I had, I don't know if the president's listening or the Clintons are listening. You think I'm going to sit there and mention Jeffrey Epstein right now? You are outside your mind. Ain't no way in hell I'm talking about Jeffrey Epstein right now. This is neither the time nor the place or the medium, folks. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. Eight five five two one two four CBS. What a day! What a day! Uh, Tom, you wanted to mention something before we take off on uh, Marshawn Lynch. I mean, I, I wanted to. We're supposed to talk to Antonio Brown, obviously. I, I got to bring up Marshawn Lynch at some point. We got five burning questions coming up. Uh, I, 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 but I got so many people who wanted to get in about the college football stuff. Fine, if you want to rip each other and go right on ahead, you go ahead and do it. But Tom had a question for me. Go ahead. Well, you just had an interesting uh, image on your social media sent to you by your Cleveland Morning co-host. Who will also be on after me in the fall here on CBS Sports Radio, but go right on ahead. That's right. That's news to these airwaves, but that's right. 2 to 6 oh. p.m. Saturday. Well, man, I shouldn't have said that, but what are you yeah. going to do? Go ahead. Anyway, I don't know. He sent you a picture of some bourbon that was old Fitzgerald. I kind of was like, what are you going to do with that? It's jet fuel. Like I was basically saying you well, can do better. But then I looked it up. Okay. It's All made right. by Heaven Hill. Um, which is a bourbon that I drink. It's not very nice, but it's it's you, little. It's not quite jet you, fuel. You it's, guys, I swear to God, and this is at least I can say it to your face, Tom. Or really, the coastal elite thing right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not where I'm going. Is any time? This is what this is what I do hate about social media. Okay, this is what I really hate about it. <laughs> and some of you folks out there know where I'm going. You put a picture of a beer out there. You put a picture of a whiskey or whatever you like to drink, and my God, you people all act like you're Anthony Bourdain. How about I like to drink what I like to drink because I like to drink it? That's Just why. How, how you like that? How do you like that? And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because we're not even on the Lord's Day. How about you bitches just accept that, okay? 
Yeah, I drink the beer I like to drink, okay? I don't need to sit there and and smell all the hops and get all that good hops and barley in my face and then sit there and be an advocate while I'm rubbing hops in my face and write about the peaty finish and all the other subtle notes of the beer uh. in my flat cabbie hat. That tells the rest of the world that I've been to every brewery in town and that I think I'm better than them. Oh, while I'm putting hops in my face. I don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I like beer that I go to the drive-thru and I give them 10 bucks and they bring me out a 12-pack. That's what I like, okay? That's what I like. How dare you I drink that crap? I just was asking you what it was. How I mean, could you drink that you crap, really Ken? You into a trap here. And the best, uh, the best people are the people who sit there and they write the, how could you drink that pee water? You know what? First off, have you ever gone to a toilet and called it pee water? Okay, I know I'm not supposed to discuss this thing, but once that act is done, it's just it. There's no water that's involved in it, all right? Okay, you think you're good with your dig on social media, you think you're really cool and in it because you got a beard and you wear your flat cap, you're not, okay? You're not. You're an annoyance, and I don't think I'm going to like you because of that. Wow. Welcome to it, Tom. You set me up for that. You're damn right I, I just did. dropped, it was some friendly, you know, off-air banter, and then you just pulled it into this whole thing. No, I'm friendly how... with you. I really wasn't even talking about you. I was oh. talking about everybody. Oh, I see. Yeah, because if you post that, how do you? How could you, Ken? Get some good. That's the best thing. Get some good bourbon, Ken. You know what? I like what I like. Okay, I like to treat myself a little bit of jack. I'll tell you what I like. So this America. is a recommendation. That's what you're saying. You're you're, rec- no, you're recommending I'm not, I'm not, old Fitzgerald. I'm not recommending it. I'm not like, bargain no, bourbon. No, you want to know why? No, I don't know how much the damn thing costs. That's the whole point of it. Is that I don't care if I if I had to sit here and I had a taste and I liked. A $100 bottle of bourbon, well, I guess I'm not drinking that much bourbon, but I guess I would drink $100 bottles of bourbon. But if I don't like $100 bottles of bourbon, which I don't really try a whole lot of $100 bottles of bourbon, but I drink what I like. Like, there's plenty of drinks out there that I don't like. I don't drink gin, because I don't like gin. I really don't drink vodka a whole lot, because I really don't care for vodka, except for very rare occurrences. Whiskey, I like to drink whiskey, because I know what I'm drinking. Like, I tried White Claw last week. No. I did. Mm. You know why I won't drink any more White Claw? It's not because I'm not a man, and I got to turn in my man card. Like, all those idiots. to get drunk. No, they're 5%, so you get loaded that much quicker. That's the problem, is that I need, if I'm drinking, I want to know what I'm drinking, okay? Alcohol's supposed to have a taste to it, okay? That's what it's supposed to do. It's booze. I got to know what I'm drinking. White Claw's too dangerous. I just made a Trojan horse reference. I don't want to make another, but that is a sneaky beverage. I wow. drank that. If I would have put that, because Liz buys me seltzer water. I, I know I'm not even supposed to get on to this. We'll move back five burning questions, okay? <laughs> We're moving it back. But Liz gets me the seltzer waters, all right? She gets me the LaCroix, which I don't mind the LaCroix. It's whatever, all right? If I were to put a seltzer water, if I were to put a LaCroix next to a White Claw, I think the LaCroix is the one that had booze in it. It's a much stronger taste. White Claw is basically water with booze in it. And people go, oh, it's like Zima. No, Zima, I can taste a little bit of alcohol. I can't taste any. That's why I'm not drinking any more White Claws ever again. That is too dangerous of a game. Wow. Like if I have, if I drink Jack Daniels, I know on my way to get drunk on Jack Daniels, 
I know I, I know that I'm going to reach certain levels of, we may want to ease off, pace yourself. Hey, you really need to ease off. You really need to stop. Oh, no, nah, it's too late. Yeah, like, Jack you, and Coke you get nights, to that. Jack and Coke nights get heavy. Yeah, that's why you know exactly where you're supposed to go. I, I like, I don't need to play guessing games with my booze. And the other thing is, I think that so many people just drink that garbage, the beer, the, I'm talking about the beers and all that stuff, because they want to act like they're cool. That's all it is. Oh my God. You drink Miller High Life? Yeah, I do. I really like it. Congratulations on all your success. Oh, you drink what? You drink what? You drink a, a nice peaty ale? You must be better than me in every way, huh? Oh, okay. All right. I didn't realize this. I didn't realize I was just some regular surf, some peasant out in your field because I like to have a Miller High Life or perhaps a Bush Light. I didn't realize that. I'll always regard you in a higher standing than myself because you drink a beer that's really happy and you like to rub it all in your I'm face. I'm so sorry I touched on a oh my very God, sensitive it's the subject worst. here. It is the absolute worst. I was just trying worst. to be curious about what you guys were drinking. It's not even you. It's not I even love you. Bourbon, and here's the thing: Tommy, I can't afford to drink nice bourbon, so it's like you know. I, I, I love. Like yeah. To see other people who can well, guess enjoy what? bourbon enjoy. Guess the what? I can, and I still stay down in the gutter. <laughs> How do you like that? Huh? I respect it. I have no problems with it. I'm not looking down on anybody. I like what I, I like. Drink I like Heaven Hill, like I said. See, I don't. I, I don't even know. I, I to be to be quite honest with you, Joe Thomas put out a tweet, and he was like, somebody sent him a bottle like two years ago, and I was like, oh, I got to try that. And I went to the local liquor store here, nice family run business. I'll get, you know what, Minotti's, they're nice people. Um, went there, and they're like, no, eh, we don't care it here in Ohio. And I've never been to Chicago, and so because he's from Wisconsin, and so I'm like, eh. Joe flies in, flies out. I'm not going to sit there and ask him to bring me a bottle of booze. But Lima, I'll ask Lima to be my gopher for booze. He'll run my booze for me like some old booze pirate. He'll do it. I don't care. Where is he? Where is he running this bottle from? This is he's the, running it from Chicago. Chicago? Oh, Lima's okay. bootlegging for me in 2019. Amazing. There you go. That, that's, that's what he's doing. That's the real juice of the story here. Mm-hmm. It only took you 10 minutes, but yeah. And Lima doesn't even like he he doesn't even like whiskey. So uh, you know, I get the whole bottle. We'll see right? if I I'm like surprised. it. Surprise! He's a big vodka guy. Oh, God, yeah. 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 He's a big vodka guy. Um, yeah, that's basically what he likes. He likes his vodkas, and um, that's Makes about sense. it. Makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, you have that. White Claw, too, also. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he has. You're going to have to ask him yourself. But I think that he drinks, uh, He dr- I just know he drinks a lot of vodka. Him and not my other buddy here at the station. Uh, I'm more of a whiskey guy. Keith Britton's more of a whiskey guy here. That's the way it goes. But, yeah, that's what, and I, yeah, I'll name names. I told you the beers I drink. I'll tell you, I Jack Daniels when I'm treating myself, Old Crow when I'm not, and uh, you know what? How about a uh, Black Velvet when I want a little bit of international flavor? About that. I can't drink Seagrams for whatever reason. It doesn't sit well with me. Ancient Age doesn't sit well with me. It's about it's about what you like. It's not about the cost. That's bunch fair. of turds. That's Good fair. God. Eight five five two one two four CBS. I drink Bullet. You ever drink Bullet? No. It's a little nicer than the ones we're talking about, but it's still not very expensive, and it's like my favorite. I prefer it's it just over like, ones I that cost more. You know, I go over to someone's house or something like that. What he drinks is what he drinks. I don't sit there and I don't judge him. 
And all you guys with your judging of the beers, congratulations on all your success. I'm glad you're doing very well in the world. My God. Okay. Can you tell I had to unravel some things emotionally there, Tom? Uh, yes, I could tell. I'm glad, right. I'm glad we got through it, though. Up next, I'm going to ask you if it's okay if a coach cusses at your kid. Because Marshawn Lynch cussed at some kids, and he was coaching them, and some people were not happy about it. It's Ken Carmen on Sirius XM 206, CBS Sports Radio, and locally, wherever you're at. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS. We preview the Pac-12 in 40 minutes. Also in less than 20, we'll go through five burning questions. I'm sure he's going to ask me about the Little League World Series because, well, if I can't rant about one thing, I'm going to rant about the other. And just real quick to finish that up before I go off about the Marshawn Lynch thing, I'm not going off about it. I just want to ask a question before we talk about the Marshawn Lynch thing. Bud Light's still like the leading beer brand, isn't it? Like in sales? Isn't it, Tom? I believe so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so guess what? Half of you people who comment on my stuff online, you're lying. You're lying, and you just want to be part of the cool group. Because if Bud Light wasn't selling the most beer in the world, obviously you'd have a point, but you don't. Liars, hypocrites. All right, we ready to talk about can I, Marshawn can I give Lynch? You the top five, just because I looked it up now from last year. Yeah, go year. ahead. Yeah, go top ahead. Top five from last year Bud Light, Coors Light, Budweiser, Miller Light, Corona. <laughs> Six through seven Michelob Ultra, Modelo Especial, Nat- Natty Light, Bush Light, Bush. Woo! Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what's not on there? What's not on there? What's not on there? Craft beers? Exactly! Hops? <laughs> Exactly. Because you know why? People like eating dinner when they eat their dinner, not when they're drinking beers. You liars. All right. We ready? Here we go. Marshawn Lynch at a camp. He had a youth camp uh, with us back on July July 28th. So this would have been last week or so. So Marshawn Lynch had a youth camp back on July 28th. And he was running drills. Now, according to the report CBS Sports puts out, that there were kids as young as nine in the drill. Okay. According to reports, he was running one of the drills. Some kids weren't taking it very seriously. Very seriously, Marshawn told them to get the bleep out of his drill. Dropped an F-bomb. One mother got upset. She removed her child. Marshawn... Ran up the steps after, did not in a physical, scary manner. Basically said to the point of, you're not going to throw dirt on my name. Tried to explain the situation. It got a little bit bizarre here and there because Marshawn can be a little bit bizarre. Uh, it seemed that they, and Tom, tell me if I'm wrong. Now, we can't play the whole thing because really there's so many cuss words in that clip. I, I It's indecipherable. Uh, but TMZ has the actual clip. Uh, you can back me up on it if you want to. I, I thought that they parted amicably. Relatively amicably, am I wrong? Or yeah, no, we what, have what do you him think? explaining to the mother. We ha- okay. I, I cleaned it up so we can, okay. uh, we can go with that. Do, if you want to go ahead and play that, go ahead and play that. Go ahead. When I tell a kid to oh, do something and they're not doing what they're supposed no. to do, then there is consequences like push ups, like running laps, like telling them, like them to get the away from your like drill. Like telling them to get out of my drill if they're not participating. Get the f- doing out of right. Drill. Get the f- out of my drill. Get the f- out of my drill. Or whatever it takes to get my drill, because there's one kid, but there's also a hundred more kids out there. But at the same time, it's not. There's no disrespect or anything, but there's a million kids. But I didn't want you to get away to go and throw dirt on my name. No, no, no. But I understand that I'm not gonna be able to please everybody, which I'm. I'm, I'm fine with that. 
mean, it seemed kind of amicable at the end. Do we have him on the microphone afterwards addressing the crowd? Yeah, that's what we have. Do, okay. He gets on the microphone afterwards. He addresses the crowd, says, they're theirs and they're yours until they're mine. When they're mine, they're mine, and then I give them back to you. He's coaching them up. There's a lot of people, it seems, in the stands who agree with Marshawn Lynch. I think you have to practice common sense if you're going to send your kids to one of these camps. Marshawn Lynch is a man who cusses in basically every single sentence he says. Uh, I think that Marshawn Lynch comes from a background where he believes he has the best interest for the kids. And I believe that Marshawn Lynch has the best interest for the kids. Marshawn Lynch probably heard many, many cuss words from his mother and people who had his best interest at heart. Right? Right. I think that a lot of kids are going to hear some words that maybe they don't want to hear, and sometimes we're supposed to feel bad about that. I think if you didn't want cussing around the kid, there's plenty of camps to go around. Marshawn Lynch, you kind of know. Like, if I sent my kid to an Odell Beckham Jr. camp, which we did have here in Cleveland just recently, I don't think Odell cusses in front of the kids or cusses that much, to be honest with you. So I'd be perfectly fine to pay the freight to send my kid to the Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. camp. I would also send my kid to the Marshawn Lynch Jr. camp knowing that Marshawn Lynch cusses a lot, and to be honest with you, I might cuss a few times in front of my own kid. I don't know if cuss words... I don't know if cuss words actually give nasty intent. Get the bleep out of my drill is different than calling someone a bleep. Or the double bleep. I think that's different. You can be demeaning and demoralizing through words, and it can be very nasty and a bit too nasty to a nine-year-old. But if that was the case, and this is what eyewitness accounts give about Marshawn Lynch, I don't think he comes from the wrong place. And I think we have to go through this when it comes to coaching in in ninth grade or nine-year-olds to all the way through high school. I had a coach in high school. He would not drop the F-bomb. He dropped every single other word you could think of. He wouldn't drop that one. When you get to college... We've seen some guys obviously use some very colorful language. Well, you are over 18. It's a little bit different. You know what you're getting into. And I think that now you have to kind of know what you're getting into. The entire thought of my process goes, do they have the very best interest at heart? Are they doing it in a malicious way under the guise that they have the very best interest at heart? I don't believe Marshawn Lynch did in this instance. Have that malicious feeling or or have it under a malicious circumstance. I think he said a cuss word in front of kids, and that nine-year-old's probably heard that cuss word more than once and probably heard it from people who are close to him. I don't want to go off on some stupid tangent about the wistification of America because then I think I lose you if I say something like that. But I also think that we should practice common sense in America, and we should practice common sense when it comes to who teaches our children and who coaches our children and also understand that football and certain other sports are going to be a little bit harsher than some of the other ones. If my kid was in cross-country and you wanted to drop F-bombs all over the place, I don't know if we really need those. Football's a bit of a different game. Wrestling's a bit of a different game. Rugby, lacrosse, very physical sports are a different game. And they take emotion to play them. Marshawn Lynch is an emotional guy. I know what I know about Marshawn Lynch covering sports. If I sent my sons to a Marshawn Lynch camp, and I guarantee you I would. If I send my sons to a Marshawn Lynch camp, I, I think I got what's I think I know what's gonna probably go down. I think I know that there's probably gonna be a word or two that they've heard me say that's gonna be okay. I, I think we need to practice a little bit more common sense about this. 
I can't expect Marshawn Lynch, who has always done thing his done things his way. I don't think I can expect Marshawn Lynch to all of a sudden be buttoned up and, and be choir perfect at the camp that has his name on it, the camp that he's running, and in in his eyes, and I would still say rightfully so that he's the correct one. I can't I can't say that he doesn't have the best interest of the kids at his heart. I think he does. So if he has the best interest of the kids at his heart, obviously you're going to make some money off of this. It's a camp. You know, you give a little bit to charity, but you make some money off that. I have no problem with a guy making money because of his name. No problem with that. If my son gets something out of it, you get to learn from Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is a hell of a running back, one of the best in this generation. So you get to learn something out of that, and maybe you hear a couple of words, but you know that he has the best interest at your heart, and I understand that my kid gets to learn from Marshawn Lynch. I need to know where the downfall is. Nine years old, I'll give it to you. That's a little, a little young. If it were J.J. Watt, I'd be pretty surprised hearing J.J. Watt saying, get the bleep out of my drill. If it were Larry Fitzgerald, I'd be a little bit surprised if Larry Fitzgerald were saying, get the bleep out of my drill. Marshawn Lynch, eh, that's about par for the course, right? Right? 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. We get to David in Dallas. David, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Yeah, Ken. Um, here's the situation. I, I support Marshawn Lynch and Poole for this reason. because it, It's because the mom is being on the list. You can't tell me these kids to sit around and play Xbox Live and all this. They're on the Internet. This kid's probably been cussed in 15 different languages. Probably since he was about eight years old, to be honest with you. And he probably knows more words. That she could ever imagine, he probably cusses more when he's on his Xbox or whatever it is, his um, PlayStation, than the mom could ever imagine. She would probably crap her pants if she knew how much that kid actually cusses and has heard more than what Marshawn Lynch. You know, I wonder about her. I think you're probably right about that. I still wonder about, how's this? And David, thank you very much for the call. I think there is a place for strong language in coaching, by the way. And I think there's obviously a place for strong language in Marshawn Lynch's camp. camp. I still wonder about, she is a parent. She has the right to remove her son from a situation she doesn't want want her son in. Maybe it was on, and it should be on her to know where she's sending her son for a camp. Because again, just like I said, Larry Fitzgerald's going to probably handle things a little bit different than Marshawn Lynch. So you're probably going to put things in a different context with these people, and you have to understand what you're sending them to. So that still falls on the parent. But also, I, and I don't know if I blame this woman for it, but there is also a growing sentiment where Junior has become a possession of ours. And if it's not perfectly the way that we want Junior to be presented as he is our possession, then we get a problem with it. And I think that we have to understand that if I'm going to give my son to somebody else as a coach for that time being, unless they're being malicious, unless they're being abusive, unless they're not helping out in a way they should, because you can be a perfect angel as a coach and still be the worst coach possible, but just because you don't cuss, that doesn't make you a good coach. But I think I need to understand that going in. But the mom does have a right to pull the child. But I also have to know that it's still going to be on the mom to know where she's sending the kid. 855-2124-CBS. You're allowed to, coach a kid, or allowed to cuss a kid you coach. And also, five burning questions. 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific. We'll get into the Pac-12 with Rudy Carpenter. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 
Rudy Carpenter coming up in 20 minutes. Five burning questions time. Tom, let me have it, you pig. Sorry, my mic just went out. <laughs> Gonna need that. Ugh. I thought you did that on purpose. Like, you ain't calling start. me a pig, pig. Nope. Anyway, let's start with Dabo Swinney since we've been talking about him a lot on the show. And this incident from this week was actually brought up by a caller uh, about an hour ago. The Kelly Bryant championship ring, quote-unquote, controversy. He was asked about it this week. Dabo did not bring this up himself. He was asked if Kelly Bryant would be getting a ring, and this was his response. Nothing else to comment on. I mean, I don't know what, what you want to say. I'm not, I mean, we went on the team. I mean, how simple as that. Uh, we played 11 games after we left. Uh, so, I think, played 15 games. So, I mean, you know, there's nothing to say that I haven't already said. I love Kelly. But, you got to be on the team. I mean, he certainly didn't, he could have been here, but he wasn't. So it seemed pretty straightforward to Dabo, pretty straightforward to a lot of fans. However, he got a lot of backlash for that answer. A lot Why? of people calling him Why? petty. He got why? basically I mean, for the he rest might of the be, week. No, he, he may be petty, but I don't understand why he's petty about that. Well, yeah, he wasn't was on the team. That's going to be my Kelly... question. Is there any reason to think that Kelly Bryant yeah. did deserve a ring here? When did Kelly Bryant leave? What week? After four games. After four Between games, right. Yeah. fifth game, yeah. So, okay, and, and Trevor Lawrence had taken over by, as a starter by then, so he left. Yep, Let, quit the team. All right. Well, that I'm sorry. That's part of what goes through. That that's part of what should go through your mind if you want to go in the transfer portal like that. You shouldn't get a ring if you're if you're not there. Like if he'd have gotten hurt and then transferred or something like that, or if he had transferred at the end of the year and didn't get a ring. Like, yeah, that's petty. You're part of the team. Give him a ring. I guess the I argument for why it is do I just have to give a ring? I guess the argument for it is just that he started four games in a, in the championship season. It's not. It's not like he so? didn't see the field. He quit. I am completely with you and Okay, and I'm, I'm thank you. I'm glad you are. There are people who disagree with this. Like I, I I'm up north, so I didn't know it was that big of a deal. I just when I saw the story I went, "Oh, you know, yeah, you shouldn't get a ring." And then I went on, I'm maybe this is maybe a miss by me. What am I missing? What was the argument for Kelly think, Bryant getting a ring? I don't think you're missing anything. I think he's in a, the caller alluded to this earlier too. I think Dabo's in a little bit of a spot right now where anything he says is going to get ripped by a certain portion of you know the if it's southeastern worth, football. Fan well, that's population. just that's college football, right, and that exactly. he, he should be used to that. Like I ripped him for knowing you. You shouldn't know that you won by that Alabama won by an average of thirty three point one points per game. That means you've looked it up. You've had somebody tell me tell you that you've committed that to memory. They have some real estate in your head, and some, yeah, some exactly. Level. And yeah. they shouldn't. I mean, you won forty four sixteen. You should be worried about repeating as national champions and and actually focusing on beating Alabama because you'll probably. F- see him again in the college football playoff, that's what your focus should be. But you shouldn't be focused on using that in an argument. That's that's what I do. You know, college college coaches shouldn't be involved in that. College fans, they should be involved in talking trash to one another and, and going after each other. Like if a college fan, and technically this did happen earlier today, if one fan wants to rip another fan's team about strength of schedule and that they didn't really earn it or whatever they want to do or, or about NCAA violations, well, that's what they do. That's what makes college football fun. That's what really makes it the last bastion of real real rivalries. You don't really get it as much in professional sports or at all to that tune. So I'm fine with that. College coaches shouldn't wallow in that. Let me get down in that dirt and, and do that. Don't do that yourself. But this with Co- Kelly Bryant, Kelly Bryant left week four. That that should have been one of the considerations. Well, this could be a national championship team, Kelly. You, if you leave, you don't you don't get to bask in that glow. 
Does Kelly Bryant really need a ring? Is he asking for a ring? He shouldn't be no, asking I don't for a ring, thinks, right? Yeah, I don't think he thinks it's a question either. Yeah, don't yeah. you don't get a ring. You don't take a ring. If you were offered one, I don't think you should really take one. It's it's something you didn't know. So you're going to show off your ring and have to tell that story for the rest of your life? No, you don't want to do that. Wow, I can't believe he's being ripped for that, of all things. I stand totally with Dabo Sweeney on that one. Next. Apparently the Kelly Bryant quote, just to finish it, is was a ring is a ring. I'm in Missouri, and I don't play play, play any mind to that, even though that's yeah. not correct. Uh, everybody else can make a story about it, which is not really a story, end quote. So. Kelly Bryant said that? Yes. Good for him. Glad he said that. That makes me feel a little. I, I wasn't blaming Kelly Bryant to begin with, but I'm glad I hear that out of Kelly Bryant. That's great he stuff. Knows good what for he did. him. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good luck at Mizzou. Yep. Go ahead. All right. So little league regionals are currently happening to set up the little league World Series, which will begin next week in Williamsport. Ken, why do you hate the little league World Series? I just think it sucks, and I stopped watching it when I was 13. Because what's it? 12 year olds, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the second I turned 13 and know that knew that my team couldn't make it to the Little League World Series, that's when I stopped watching the Little League World Series. I just think it sucks. And I hate this time of year. Because, and it's nothing about the kids. Kids play Little League Baseball, that's fine. I think playing into August 10th might be a little much, but whatever. Um, I, think it be, I think it becomes more and more like the parents. If it was just Little League Baseball, I think that'd be one thing, and I still wouldn't watch it because I'm not watching 12-year-olds play baseball ever. But... It always becomes about the parents because you know that they get so overwhelmingly crazy about it. Because now, think about how much money they're investing in the kid. Each. So if you got a kid who's playing on one of these teams, like Tom Rivers, New Tom's River, New Jersey, they're always good at it, right? So if you're investing that much money in the team, how much how many thousands are you investing? You're gonna take it pretty seriously if you're a if you're a parent. And I just don't care. I think it's boring. I don't care about kids hitting mammoth Little League World Series home runs. I like the sound of a ping off a metal bat or off an aluminum bat, but I don't really care about anything else. And when it when it shows up on my television, like if I just hit like 1301 over here and I turn it to ESPN, I really do equate this to when you go into a bathroom and the person before you didn't flush. Because the first thing I go is, oh, jeez, and then I got to turn the channel, and then I got to flush the toilet. That's like I a can't, violent physical reaction. You know? I can't That's stand extreme. the Little League World Series. I can't stand it, and I never will. And plus, do they zoom in on the kids when they start crying? Do they do that? I bet they do. Uh, any yeah, any TV so, director worth that. his salt has to do that. So what am I doing? Am I, am I tuning into the Little League World Series to watch 12-year-olds cry? Is that what I'm doing? You're, you're, really? You're tuning in to see, you know, the, and I don't the, give a damn if if Japanese if, if Taipei wins. I don't care. The pure Great. joy of the game. No, you know? oh, sure. yeah, really? Yeah, they're still playing baseball. You're telling me that their parents pay for travel baseball and they're playing baseball on August 10th right now. And they're still playing for the pure joy of the game. Okay, sure, sure. I yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah, I've yeah, been there. Knew. We've all we've all rooted yeah. for uh, the rain delay, the rain out. Okay, yeah. Nice they, little, nice little they storm love, system rolling in, yeah, canceling they, the game. Night they off. They love playing baseball still on August tenth. <laughs> they love mom and dad arguing with each other about uh, which credit card they're going to put the next lesson on. They absolutely you know, some people still like it. baseball, Ken. I like baseball. I watch Major League Baseball. I watch the Cleveland Indians, and I watch the New York Mets win last night. I watch Todd Frazier tie it up with a three-run home run. That's, That's right. the baseball Tom's I River like. right there. Little League World Series. Yeah. Oh, my God. Perfect oh my God. way to end it. Okay. A bizarre report from uh, uh, 
MLB.com and Can't believe uh, I walked into that one. And Fox Sports is John Morosi last night that the Red Sox will be listening to offers for Mookie Betts this offseason. He, of course, was the AL MVP and World Series champ last year. He's having somewhat of a down year this year, but he was still an all-star, and he currently leads the AL in runs scored. He's only 26 years old. Now, the reality is they have one more arbitration year with him before he will need to be paid. But is that really a good enough reason for the Red Sox to be shopping one of the best young players in baseball? No. No. You're the Red Sox. Stop being a bunch of cheap asses and act like you're the Red Sox, please. The place is filling up every single night. Are they losing money? I hope not. Are they losing money? I don't think so. I hope If not. they're losing money, then this whole thing about Major League Baseball saying that they make all this money off TV revenues and revenue sharing and all this other stuff, boy, that's a lie because Boston's a huge market. It's obviously a big baseball market, and they've spent like crazy over there. Like Mookie Betts is one of the best players, all-around players in baseball, correct? Am I wrong here? Absolutely. Yeah, people were saying okay, so actually gonna... this time last year that he was better than Mike Trout. No, no, no. You leave that to Tampa in Baltimore. You don't do that. You, you sign the guy. Don't be stupid. I, I, I don't mean to poo-poo your question here, Tom. It's just it's so nonsensical. I think that they'll eventually come to the realization that you got to pay that guy. You, you don't just do that. If that's it, then you're just half-assing it, and you're just drawing on your name, and you're drawing on the stadium you play in. That's not the way to do business. The, the Cubs did that for years. And then they figured out that, hey, you know, if we do spend a lot of money on this team, the place will be packed. Like, people will come because it's Wrigley Field, but the place will be packed. Because you remember watching in the 90s and early 2000s, Tom? Right. It wasn't, there was plenty of good seats available when I, walked, when I watched on WGN back in the day. Oh, yeah. So if you have crap, they'll eventually just treat it like, okay, this is a nice historical park, but I'm not going to go watch garbage. I'm going to watch good baseball. No, no. And so forget don't, that. They expect to win yeah, every single year. I mean, don't I, be a bunch of cheap asses. Yeah. Pay the guy and, and make him a centerpiece and move on. Next. All right. So last one. Tim Tebow, the Mets outfielder, had a deep cut on his left pinky that he sustained last month. It does not look like he will heal in time to return this season. So his season is over this year. He batted just 163 in AAA Syracuse, 77 games. Ken, is this the end of Tim Tebow's baseball and really pro sports career finally I support Tim Tebow but I think it is and I was going to say this to uh Damon Sheehy Giuseppe but I guess they had practice today um I had a wise guy once tell me that you're only an athlete for so long very wise man told me you're only an athlete for so long and there's going to be a time where it's over and you can't perform at that level so you must use it up the best you can there were baseball people who used to get really mad about it and say that this was some sort of publicity stunt. He was never in Major League Baseball. He would never. He never played for the Mets. He played minor league baseball. He rode the bus, correct? We only heard about him when he hit a home run. We never really have heard about Tim Tebow. I forgot Tim Tebow was even in minor league baseball. People don't like Tim Tebow because they want something to be wrong with him. They want something to be false with him. I don't think people can stand it that Tim Tebow actually is a really good guy and seems to, while you may disagree with him politically in some cases, that he is actually a really good person and wants the best for society. Some of the stuff may, might be different from what you believe, but he really is a good humanitarian and a nice guy all around. I, people just can't stand that for some odd reason. And for whatever reason, because of that, they didn't want him playing baseball. If he wants to keep playing baseball, if some team will have him, fine. If he wants to hang it up, how old is he now, 33? 32? 
I keep asking you questions you have to look up. He's actually 31. He's about to turn 32. Sorry. Yeah, he's still getting a little. Yeah, 32. Yeah, he's starting to get a little older. If he wants to hang it up, hang it up. But I. He's got a great job in the media. He doesn't need to be worried about this. If he wants, yeah, but if he. But he wants to because he wants to, and and the team will have him. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, go ahead. That's five burning questions. That's it. We went through five burning questions. Did you think I was going to get through it? You thought I was going to go on some great big screaming tangent about 12-year-olds playing baseball on TV, didn't you? No. If we we did it in the last segment, we wouldn't have got through it. But you left plenty of time in the end of the hour segment, and we got through all five questions. Because I don't hate the 12-year-olds playing baseball. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate them. I don't watch it either. I just wanted to hear you rant. The kid who put Johnny Sins up, I did see that as his favorite actor, and it got away with that. (laughs) That was great. No way. I have, yeah, if you're no a 12 way. year old, no, that's no good. You oh, can't have that. They did it. Uh, if if you're, if, I have no problem on. with the 12 year old. I have no problem with that. It's always the parents. <laughs> it's always like that whole thing. Like I, I looked up. I did get caught one time because again, when you open up the lid on the bowl, you're gonna see what's in there for at least a split second. Um, I saw that they weren't playing on real dirt on one of the fields. No, you mean just all turf? It's all like field turf. Yeah. But it's it's dressed Gross. up to be a baseball field, which I, I do not like that. I they have that over here at one of the independent league ballparks here. It's how Columbia's field it's is actually. Weird. It Uptown. is weird. And then I saw one guy try to slide on it, and it was rough to watch. You can't. You basically have to go in standing up. You can't slide on that stuff. They slide all over it. Columbia D one baseball oh. games. It drives me crazy. It's funny Terrible. too because sometimes it's fine, and then there's those dry hot days when everyone just gets burned, burned up. Oh. But, no, I have no problem with the 12-year-olds playing the baseball. I just think that August 10th is a little bit too late, especially because everybody sees, seems to be a champion anymore playing multiple sports. I just have a problem with the parents. I don't like parents. All right, coming up next, Rudy Carpenter going to join us. Former quarterback, current quarterback coach, Sirius XM Pac-12 contributor. Who's going to win the Pac-12? How hot is Clay Helton's seat? He tells us next on CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.